0: there is something special about rhythm and blues oh excuse me the short version that is R&B. i got a chance to see a concert earlier this month and today i will review the classic performers like stephanie mills elder barge and after seven from that wonderful concert performance also we caught up with filmmaker and epilepsy advocate Carla Braithwaite as she discussed her epilepsy battle and how many are fighting the good fight to become better, including her. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes.
1: Interludes, a Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by
0: Need help with wills, trusts, or protecting your LLC? Join Legal Shield today. Text the word legal to 347 652 0243 for more information.
1: And now, all the way from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val The Voice Johnson.
0: share my experience at the spectacular concert that took place on november 18th 2023 at the airy crown theater the event dubbed the r&b groove thing featured an incredible lineup stephanie mills as the lead with special guests elder barge after seven howard hewitt and evelyn champagne king this stellar event was presented by urban vibe entertainment I had the wonderful opportunity to attend this R&B concert, and for those of you who are familiar with V-103 in Chicago, it's known for its R&B hits and classic tunes. This event was right up that alley. It reminded me of the essence of KISS FM back in New York, which I dearly miss. The highlight of the evening was Stephanie Mills, an artist whose talent I've admired since my childhood. Not many know this, but before she rose to fame with R&B hits, Stephanie was dazzling audiences on Broadway in the original production of The Wiz. Interestingly, there was some controversy about why she wasn't considered for the film version that followed. One of the most surprising revelations of the night for me was learning that Stephanie Mills won a Grammy Award for Best R&B Song for Never Knew Love Like This back in 81. Now shifting gears, let's talk about the performances of the night that came before Stephanie. Evelyn Champagne King kicked off with a high-energy set, proving that age is just a number as she grooved to her hits at age 63. King rose to stardom in the mid-to-late 70s with hits like I'm In Love, Love Come Down, and the Grammy Award-winning track Shame. Evelyn belted out her songs using tracks, and then I saw a Congo set on stage with her. She closed out her set with one of her biggest hits, Shame, And totally shocked us as an audience by playing the Congos during the popular instrumental break of Shame. Another thing, Evelyn was dropping it like it was hot and getting back up like a 20-year-old. Come on, girl. Oh, my goodness. She was the perfect choice for opening this R&B Groove Thing concert. Howard Hewitt recently hit the stage. And let me tell you, he still got that undeniable charisma that we all know and love. Picture this. He's belting out some of these Shalimar classics like Make That Move, The Second Time Around, but hold on, he didn't stop there. The man even brought out a gospel number, Say Amen, that totally struck a chord with the audience. What a way to wrap up his set, right? Now here's the scoop. It's kind of mind-boggling that Howard Hewitt and Jody Watley, his former Shalimar bandmate, still have this decades-old beef hanging over them. I mean, come on, guys. Let's patch things up. We all remember the Shalimar days and some of Howard's biggest hits happened during that era. Can you imagine the magic if he and Jody Watley could bury the hatchet and hit the stage together for a nostalgic trip down memory lane? Fingers crossed the next time Howard takes the spotlight. We might get a chance to witness that epic reunion we've been hoping for. Stay tuned. Now let's keep the good vibes flowing. Let's talk about After Seven set. And oh boy, it was a musical journey that was a clever mix of old school and new school tunes. Picture this, a super talented full band setting the stage on fire, seamlessly blending the vibes of old school and new school tunes. Gavon Edmonds, the last man standing for After 7, was on point, hitting every note and flashing that infectious smile and guess what the crowd and yours truly included couldn't help but chime in especially during those gems like can't stop now let's dig into after seven's repertoire sure their catalog may not be the longest but man did they take us on a nostalgia trip think nights like this i wish from the five heartbeats soundtrack a classic movie right But hold up, they also sprinkled in some new school R&B flavor with a cover of The Weeknd's Earned It. Talk about a delightful surprise. After Seven also performed a song from the Soul Food soundtrack, written by Babyface, Kavan's brother, and the film was shot right here in Chicago. It was a nice way to embrace the Chicago fans of After Seven. And to cap it all off, they closed the show with a personal fave, Ready or Not. Flashback to college days, anyone. That song and its music video were on repeat for me. What a stellar way to wrap up their set, leaving us all with those sweet R&B vibes lingering in the air. Until next time, keep those musical memories alive. L. DeBarge, though faced with some vocal challenges, reminded us of the impact of his and his family's contribution to the music world. But there were some rough moments during his performance, as many of us in the audience struggled to hear him speak or sing the first few songs. And also, I was confused at first. DeBarge didn't perform any of his hits at the very beginning of his set. One saving grace was two female members of his band, a very talented saxophone player and a violin player. I felt the audience almost want to turn on him as he sat behind a keyboard and drank more water. I guess that was to lubricate his vocal cords. Ladies and gentlemen, I have never prayed so hard during an R&B concert like I did when L was performing. And I was thinking, please, y'all, don't turn on him. He's warming up. The voice is still there. And after a few walks down memory lane with other artists' songs... Elle wowed the crowd as he played and sang one of his biggest hits with the group DeBarge called Love Me in a Special Way. I breathed a sigh of relief as the rest of his set started to sound like the R&B crooner Elle DeBarge has always been celebrated to be. Finally, Stephanie Mills graced the stage and it was worth the wait. Her performance was not just about the songs. It was a narrative of her journey filled with personal anecdotes and backed by incredibly talented vocalists. Her authenticity and stage presence were unmatched. Also, it was great to see how she highlighted her three very talented background vocals. They were all male and were able to match Stephanie's high vocals on many of her classic hits. And, as many folks love to remember Stephanie singing on Broadway, she closed with her hit from the Wiz soundtrack, Home. She is unmatched when it comes to performing this classic. And even though the full concert went past the midnight hour, real Stephanie fans stayed until the final note was belted out. That was me. (laughs) As I reflect on this experience, what stands out is the power of R&B music to evoke nostalgia and connect us to different moments in our lives. Whether it's reminiscing about backyard barbecues, block club parties, or appreciating the evolution of music, nights like these are a testament to the enduring charm of R&B. So that's my take on the R&B groove concert at the Airy Crown Theater, a night of nostalgia, superb talent, and timeless beauty of rhythm and blues. This is Val The Voice Johnson bringing you the best from the world of music and entertainment. Until next time, keep enjoying those soulful tunes.
1: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors.
0: The After Show is a vibrant mix of rhythm, laughter, and music trivia that makes creating this space both enjoyable and entertaining. My experience with The After Show often takes me back to the days of listening to Doug Banks, the Mod Squad, or the Tom Joyner Morning Show. The After Show with Val The Voice streams on Clubhouse every Monday and Tuesday from 9.30 a.m. 12 30 p.m. Central Standard Time. For more information on how you can join in on the fun, please visit our website linktr.ee forward slash Pure Light Media. Interludes is now available on the Live 365 app under the Absolutely Focus Radio platform. We have partnered with Absolutely Focus Radio to give you more aspirational, more informational, and more motivational tips from our insightful interviews with today's top creatives and business professionals. Come be inspired by the platform Absolutely Focus Radio, only on the Live365 app. Check out our platform Interludes, a pure Lighthouse production by downloading the Live365 app today and search for Absolutely Focus Radio. And now, back to our show. November is National Epilepsy Awareness Month last year we had friend to the show and filmmaker carla braithwaite come on and talk about her journey and her fundraising for the epilepsy foundation it was great to catch up with braithwaite and find out how she's been doing since last year and how her recent battle with epilepsy this year interrupted her daily fundraising walk let's take a listen this is interludes and i'm about the voice johnson i'm checking in with a dear friend of mine who doesn't mind if I do a a nice long snot cry and all over the phone because that's what we do when we are emotional. Someone who on last year was a part of the November. November is epilepsy month and it's every November. So that happened in 2022. She did a walk and raised... Um nearly two thousand dollars. Woo Last year and now we're checking in to see how things are going. Um, Carla Braithwaite.
2: Yes. Thank you so much, Val, for having me on your show. And thank you for being someone that um, you can call and cry and snot all over. And I can call you back and cry and snot all over you too. That's what good friends are for. Yeah. It's, um it's funny. The, the life of epilepsy is very challenging. Um, last year, um, honestly, I was very blessed. and was able to do the 30 mile walk challenge during Epilepsy Awareness Month for the Epilepsy Foundation. And basically on my Membership page raised about $1,500, but there were some people who didn't want to go through that page. So it was about $2,000, which was basically near my goal. This year, um, I don't know, something said, I don't know, girl. So I just set it as, as a lower um, goal of just basically three months, $300, which was actually very good because I was able to start the first day off and then I wasn't feeling too well. Um, so November 1st, I was out walking and I kept walking a mile every day. And then November 9th, I had two seizures in one day. And um, unfortunately, when I have a seizure, you know, it knocks me off of my chair, my whatever you want to call it, it basically can knock you down on the ground. And um, it's basically taken up to this point, which is now what, uh, almost the end of November for me to recover. And so I haven't been able to do that walk a mile. But I did want to share because this is the thing that I think people need to know about epilepsy, that unfortunately, sometimes no matter how well made your plans are, it can come and it can just knock you down. Um, But then you got to get back up again. Right.
0: And the encouragement that many got from last year's podcast was what you just stated was to never give up and to make sure that you're in touch with your doctor and that you're getting, num- number one, the meds needed, and then also the support. Who has been extremely supportive in your role has been your husband, Curtis. Talk about that and how others that suffer with epilepsy can um, lean on their support systems.
2: Well, I have been amazingly um, blessed with my husband, Curtis, um, we met and he knew that I had epilepsy. Um, he's an accountant and he wrote an 18, 18 page analogy of the uh, cost of marrying me. And he still wanted to, because that's just the way he is. Um, he is just so funny, but you know, he accepted me as I am, um, and then supports me as I am, you know, and, um, we met and I was working full time. There've been times when I work and I go back and forth and I can still when, I'm able to um, do that, but the biggest thing that you need throughout your entire journey uh, are people around you who understand what epilepsy is. It's not something that just drags you down, uh, depending on your case, that you can do nothing. You could still work a full-time job. You could still have a career if that's your desire. You could still be a parent if you're so blessed, Um, but you need people around you who understand that. There's so many different support groups also within like the epilepsy community. You can check through the Epilepsy Foundation. Um, You can always find support groups and help groups to help and understand their church groups. Just so people know that this is who you are. It's always good to be honest so they know, they understand. And then when you need to cry, you can cry to them. Or, you know, when you just need to, I need some help today, I can't get my medicine, you know, because many people can't drive. Um, just having people around you that understand. Um, and I really believe honesty is the most important thing, being honest with people so they know. Um, and so then you can, you know, if something goes wrong, they know about it. Um, it's the best way to approach it. Um, it'll keep those relationships pure and, and together and consistent.
0: Yeah, and I, I had a, a vision of a scene from the movie that Tanai Lathan and and Wesley Snipes was in. I cannot think of the name of it. It is based on a... a, Why am I forgetting her name? Uh, Waiting to Exhale author Terry McMillan. It's based on one of her books. There is a scene where the main character played by Tanai Lathan has a seizure. And Wesley is there and um, he helps her. And he talks with her later and he says you suffer with this why didn't you tell me so i could have you know been there to best help and support you and i was thinking yeah having a great support system when dealing with epilepsy is i believe critical and when i think about when it's depicted in, in television depicted. sometimes there are myths that come out about that uh, what's one of the myths that stand out to you about epilepsy that you've heard but you're like no that's that's not true at all
2: oh it's funny this makes me laugh because um many times what you see when someone has a seizure is like they kind of which can happen it depends on the type of seizure if you have what they used to call um, a grand mal seizure which is the largest one where all the senses in your body are, are kind of um have a problem, you can like fall on the ground, you can, you know, turn around and and stuff like that. But a seizure can be something the type I have are what they call um, complex partials or temporals. And they're very small, like you can, you can look online and Google it. And you could see someone having a seizure. And you might not even know, actually, I was coming home from my mother's hometown on the plane, and I had a seizure as the plane was landing. But nobody knew the guy next to me obviously didn't know. And all I knew was I heard them say, you know, baggage is it, claim number eight. And then the next thing the stewardess was saying to me was like, oh, we still have a passenger here. Then I realized I had a seizure. Nobody knew. Um, It can be very, very quiet. It can be very silent. For me, it's just um, strange little movements of my hand or my body or um, very, very small little subtle things. It can be that small. So, you know, television kind of portrays it as this big bit of drama. Um, but it doesn't have to be that big, but it takes time to recover. Um, And it is good to have people who know so that, you know, you can get um, help in doing that. One of the greatest things to have is uh, a badge, an emergency badge, which I do have, um, because then if something does happen, people will know, oh, this is what's happening. She's having a seizure.
0: Right. And to have the tag on it says that you suffer with that. There's nothing wrong with having mm-hmm. that on so people would know how to help with with that. Yeah, I'm grateful to know that you at least got a couple of days in for your walk. You're raising money for um, awareness and so you lowered the, the amount. Um, what's kind of the the takeaway that you want people to know about um, epilepsy and and then and also the not-for-profit where you'll be
2: donating uh the funds to? Um I think it's funny. I think you know I believe God has a reason for all things. And I think um he's telling me once again to get back up, never give up, you know, keep trying. And then also it's okay if all your plans don't succeed. You tried, you know what I'm saying? Um, You just keep trying and you just keep working at it. Um, That's what we can do with our life is live our life the best we can with what we've got. There is no guarantee that you're going to have everything, but you just live it. So you're happy and pleased where I gave it my all and I'm happy with that. um, And it, it also just says to me, like there are, organizations that really want to help people Um, and epilepsy is just one of many challenges that there are it's just the one that i have and so i can do what i can to help more people understand it and help and support other people with it so whatever anybody else has you can do the best with whatever you have so you can help other people and we can all ultimately help each other during this wonderful uh, merry-go-round of life
0: And I just thought of the name of the film, Disappearing Acts. That was okay. based on a book from Terry McMillan. And so and lastly, is there a film or a television show that depe- depicts it truthfully? Any show that you've seen that depicted it truthfully? Someone um, that suffers with epilepsy.
2: I've seen curious. I've seen some episodes of TV series where they do depending on it but not exactly someone where um you can live a life and mm-hmm. still have epilepsy no Maybe I'll get to write that one and produce and direct it because people with epilepsy can do it um since that's what I do as a filmmaker but um no not really that I've seen if there is please let me know
0: Yeah, and I think that would be a challenge I'd like to give you because I know the talent you have as a filmmaker and it would be good to see that properly depicted well. I've read a couple of um, short scripts that Carla has, has crafted and put together, but that is something I think I would love to see. And I think it would be phenomenal to depict it well but also to say, but this is not my life or our lives are not over if I suffer with this
2: particular disorder. So, great. Thank you. Thank you for the challenge, Valerie. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that one, but all right. I do like a challenge.
0: (laughs) Carla Braithwaite, thank you for joining me on today. I just wanted to do a a check-in. And just wanted to say and to give you uh, love and prayers uh, and that prayerfully, the, the name of the organization, the foundation that um, helps with epilepsy awareness, that more and more people find out more about this disorder so they can help the folks in their family or friends that suffer with this disorder.
2: Thank you very much,
0: Valerie. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. For more information about supporting the Epilepsy Foundation, please visit our website, linktr.ee forward slash purelightmedia.
1: Interludes. Original concept by Valerie Johnson. Produced by Valerie Johnson. Original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes. A Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by.
0: Need help with wills, trust, or protecting your LLC? Join Legal Shield today. For more information regarding legal protection or to join our worldwide sales team, text the word legal to 347-652-0243 become a future sponsor or advertiser on our podcasting platform by visiting our website today
1: to subscribe to our youtube channel or join interludes facebook group visit the website linktree slash peer that's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e slash peer media